Good afternoon. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bichard. Today I read the case Price v. State, 576-SW-2D-492, Texas Court of Criminal Appeals, 1979. This case looks good to me. It confuses me some, so I'm not entirely sure how I'm reading is correct, but we're still going to go through it, and we're still going to try, because we don't have to understand everything perfectly. We got enough knowledge of fighting the good fight that we can proceed. So what happened here? Let's read. It says, quote, This is an appeal from a conviction for the offense of commercial obscenity. Punishment was assessed by the court at 120 days confinement in jail to be probated for a period of six months and not probated fine of $750. The sufficiency of the evidence is not challenged, and given our holding of the unconstitutional search and seizure involved here and the presidential evidence gained therefrom, we do not reach the issue of obscenity. Appellant in her third ground of error alleges that 17 magazines, books, and films were obtained as a result of an illegal search and seizure and that failure to, of the trial court to suppress this evidence requires reversal. We agree. However, we deem it necessary to discuss points of error 1 and 2 before reaching the alleged illegality of the search and seizure. End quote. I'm going to continue with this paragraph series, but I'd like to make some comments. 120 days confinement in jail. Do domestic violence offenders get that? Do other villains get that? Makes me wonder. And this was back in 1979, so the $750 fine would be much greater adjusted for inflation today. So don't just think $750. To me, that's too much in any era, even 50 years from now. But back then, it was way too much. But this is a good good stuff otherwise because the good side is winning here. Let's continue. It says, quote, The record reveals that on March 10, 1976, the appellant opened the Swinger Adult Bookstore in Freeport at approximately 10 a.m. Present upon opening the bookstore were the following. Detective Charles Wagner of the Freeport Police Department, Investigator Jimmy Jones of the Brazoria County District Attorney's Office, Brazoria County District Attorney Ogden Bass, and Justice of the Peace, Harold Amans of Brazora County. End quote. That sounds like overkill to me. Why not just bring in the president, the FBI, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, bring the Attorney General, bring the UN, just bring everybody in. And then this next is... This next sentence is really interesting. It says, quote, The aforementioned officials then entered the bookstore in question and Detective Wagner purchased a magazine entitled Easy Time, which was completely closed and wrapped in cellophane so that only the front back and back cover could be seen. End quote. One thing that is hard to convey through verbal language alone is they have the word officials in scare quotes. It seems like it's a subtle diss at the overkill that's going on here. So it's it's interesting. Has anyone ever read that magazine? Easy Time is spelled E-Z-E. So let's continue. It says, quote, The record shows that Judge Emmons never saw the magazine prior to its purchase, and the Detective Wagner saw only the covers of the magazine but never viewed its contents. Detective Wagner got a receipt for the purchase and arrested the appellant on the spot. End quote. And then in the rest of this case, they talk about some evidentiary issues, such as during the trial, the, the jury had a hard time getting it. 
So what was on this magazine? It says, quote, the front cover of the magazine, Easy Time, the purchase of which was the base of her, for De Detective Wagner's arrest of appellant, depicts a partially nude female performing an act of fellatio on a nude male. The back cover of the same magazine reveals a close-up view of a male performing cunning lingus on a nude female, end quote. There's worse things in the world, my friend. Like one pirate radio station said, the real obscenities are war, poverty, so on and so forth. Indeed, indeed. The bookstore is called Swinger Adult Bookstore. That's quite the name, if you ask me. Here's what happened with the jury. It says, quote, Please send in several of the cellophane wrap materials. The record then shows the presiding Judge Gale sent back the following message to the jury. Cellophane wrap materials are all sent in. Do not remove cellophane. Cellophane. By not allowing the jury to remove the cellophane and examine the contents of these books, it was impossible for the fact finder at trial to view the entire material before it made its ultimate judgment. That taken as a whole, the books appeal to the prurient interest. End quote. That is good, my friends. The prosecution made an error. Maybe it was divine intervention. Maybe God's hand directed them otherwise. Let us hope. Good job. Because what happened here, it says, quote, the judgment is reversed and the cause remanded. End quote. Awesome. 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 Way to go, Price. Price, you may very well be in First Amendment heaven now. 1979 was a long time ago. It was one year after I was born. So it's good that you're, you fought the good fight. And may we all strive for First Amendment heaven like you. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.